Hello, welcome to the Digital Prosperity Podcast with me, Will Williamson and David Roberts. Hello everyone, nice to be back and looking forward to 2023. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year first, to you and everyone else. First podcast of 2023, whenever you're listening, happen to be listening to this, we're yeah. recording it on the, yeah. the first first podcast of the year. Um, so a uh, good point to start off with is uh, just to quickly look back on 2022, mm. see what mm-hmm. trends and uh, and changes mm. uh, shaped the, the year and what that might mean for the year ahead. Um, so uh, obviously it was a difficult year in a lot of ways from a UK perspective mm. in terms of the wider economy, mm. inflation, war in Ukraine, recession, mm. etc., um, from working with small and medium-sized businesses, um, there have been lots of problems with things like supply chains and uh, and so on. Um, and you know, some businesses have, have done well, some haven't, as usual. But overall, it's, it seemed to me to be business as usual for a lot of our clients and the small businesses that we're talking with, despite all that uh, that turbulence. Um, in the marketing world, there's been um, a continuing shift towards. Um, a number of trends that we've seen over over the years improve increased personalization um, development of website uh, technology that's making it easier than ever before to set up websites and e-commerce sites um, meaning it's it's easier to start digital businesses now than it ever has been um, we've had the continuing rise of of influencers um, there's been a slight shift in um, social media mm-hmm. towards sites like TikTok, mm-hmm. for example, which is, uh, is has grown massively, and the trend in like these these short form vertical style videos um, that everyone's watching, continuing growth in data, and with that, uh, the ability to automate and to uh, use AI and um, uh, and use technology to uh, move your marketing on. Um, there's been um, changes in cookies, cookie policies with uh, with Apple, um, which has meant a kind of a, a push towards increased um, privacy mm-hmm. online in what you're doing. Um, so lots of things happening, uh, shifting. Um, the big one is technology, mm-hmm. and um, obviously things are are um, changing at a, at a rate of knots on that front. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this podcast. Dave, you want to give our listeners a warning? I do, Will. My warning is, is that if you, as a small business person, and I, if you listen to a lot of our podcasts, I make this point over and over again, and I never apologise for it. As a small business owner, as a, and in business, and want to grow and profit, and at some point exit your business, you cannot turn a blind eye to using digital in your marketing. If you're not using digital and its applications to the degree that's available to small and medium-sized businesses today, you will not be relevant. And I'll make a prediction, okay, you'll be struggling five to 10 years from now. And I think, Will, when you were talking just now, it just, what jumped out to me and who should know better is Facebook. And if anybody doubts what happens when you sit on your hands and you think 
you've made it or you're not paying attention to what your business needs. Just look at Facebook as an example. So Facebook has been slow to change for whatever reason. That's not what the, the podcast is about. We're not going to go into mm. Zuckerberg. Let's just talk about the impact of how the company's been run. So they are losing and have been losing younger people for quite some time. Mm-hmm. The data's there for them to see. Competition's been coming up and they're taking that market share from them. But what are they doing? They've sat on their hands and haven't adapted their business quickly enough for what's happening. And as a result now, they're making redundancies. They're not as profitable as they were. They, they're trying to look at the next new thing, which is the metaverse. Mm. Okay, the jury's out on how effective that will be for the company. They have not stayed relevant to their customers to their detriment and now they're slipping backwards and the jury's out whether or not they'll come back to the heights that they were now so you don't have to look at small to medium sized business owners only big business make this mistake but here's the key here if you stand still eventually you start going backwards mm-hmm. and as a small to medium sized business owner if you're not embracing digital technology to run your business more efficiently, to help you find new customers and upsell and keep customers for longer and breed loyalty, you are missing out big style. And another example I want to do, Will, and then I'll get off my rant, is look what happened during the lockdown when we were all um, stuck at home or whatever it may be. A lot of businesses then realised that they could use digital technology, which we've been preaching for one on this podcast for quite some time, to help them keep their businesses going or indeed attract new customers. Now, you go into a restaurant now, they're not even, a lot of restaurants haven't gone back. You still, they're not even printing menus. Yeah. You still use they the use QR. The app or yeah, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> or the website. So. Absolutely. Yeah. They haven't even got, they've gone, hang on, this is quite good. But they could have done that before COVID. It's quicker, it's easier. People pay up front for the food. So there are two great examples of what happens when you stand still Mm -hmm. or you don't embrace technology or you're forced to embrace it, then you realise the benefits. But it could be too late for you by then. Mm. And things can happen very, very quickly. Things can happen very, very quickly, can't they? Um, so when we've been talking about AI, we've been looking at ChatGPT and yeah. how that's just exploded in the past Absolutely. few months. And I bet you there's a lot of people listening to this, Will, who are going to be going, what the hell's ChatGPT? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. And once again, you don't need to be in the digital space to understand what are the next trends, mm. next trend sorry that's going to affect Mm. your business your profitability yeah yeah because if you don't adapt to it quickly you're one or two or more of your competitors will 
and once they get the jumping view, it's hard to catch. How many times, Will, have we seen one of our clients who sat on their hands, let's just keep it simple with their website, they were on top of the search engines five years ago, or even two years ago, yeah. but other websites have caught them up, gone ahead of them, and now they've got, it's a real job now mm. to catch up the websites that take them over. Yep. That's how quickly, and how much business has that lost them? Well, it's, you know, because we've been around as long as we have, we've, um, we've had meetings with people who were top of the tree 10 years ago, and then we met them again more recently, and you've seen how far they've slipped uh, in their competition. One of the power I think JDR has, Will, um, and I don't mind talking about that on this podcast, and I hope people don't um, take it in the spirit that it's meant, is that we've seen experience managed, mm-hmm. yeah, on behalf of clients, a lot of challenges that could have been avoided yeah. if they just worked on the business mm. instead of just in it yeah. from a marketing perspective and other areas. So, you know, if anybody wants to um, get in touch with Will or I and talk about your current circumstances and why, feel free to get in touch with JDR, pop us an email, because we c- we've got a lot of experience. We've been here since 2004. Mm-hmm. When we started, YouTube wasn't even going. Nor was Facebook, or Twitter, or... And for the vast majority of those companies' growth, we've been involved with them. Mm. Yeah, through what we do. So there's not a lot anyone can teach us about going into 2023, what you need to do just to stay relevant. Yep. Yeah. Into 2024 and beyond. Yeah. So don't ignore GP. Chat GPT. Thank you, Will. And don't ignore it. Or other AI tools, because it's easy to... um dismiss them I think Um, but because because things are changing and improving so fast that in just a few months um, the whole scene looks different yeah let's be fair on business owners well they've got their hands full yep Um, there's more and more red tape there's more things that you've got to be paying attention to you've got your customers to look after Mm. or your clients You've got your staff challenges, you've got recruitment, people want to work from home, <laughs> etc. etc. The whole demographic of how people want to work, yes, and be sold to mm. is changing. But yep. if you're not, you have to find three or four hours a week just to assess what three everybody can find, well, three or four hours a week yep. to assess where they and their business are at. Yep. Yeah? Even if they don't get a chance to do something with that, mm. at least take the time to take a step back and look at some key things, some key metrics in your business yep. um, that you're aware of. Because awareness means that at some point you'll solve it. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, just like you said, rather, just investing a few hours a week 
researching, looking at, at technology trends, etc. Um, you know, uh, there are tools out there that can help you measure what you're doing in your business, which will mean that you're able to make better decisions and guide your company to be more successful as a result. 100%. There's technology out there that can help you automate a lot of the tasks that are happening in your business that make you more efficient and means you can get more done with fewer resources. Um, uh, that's what AI can do. It can help speed processes up and um, um, uh, help you get more with less. Um, there are uh, tools that can help you attract new customers. Mm. You can um, integrate more of your different business systems so they talk to each other more mm. um, and get more kind of joined up business and less siloed. So um, there, there are so many things that you can do with technology and it's changing all the time. Um, I spent some time uh, just yesterday investing a new tool for social media marketing which mm. I think could be very um, uh, successful yeah, email will if you're interested in finding out more about that <clears throat> yeah um, you know, we, we're running a trial if it's successful yeah. we might podcast about it uh, but um, you know, we're looking at stuff like that all the time on a consistent basis and so we're very much at the, um, at, at the coal face with all these new tools that are coming out and not every business owner is going to do that but um, it doesn't take much time to um, talk to some software companies, look at some tools, get demos, watch some uh, content on, on YouTube, follow you know, some good accounts on, on social media, etc. Absolutely. And Will, let's just inform our listeners, or anyone listening to this, I hope there's at least one, that we're not being... You could listen to us and think, all right, it's all right for you, but it hasn't been the case that it's always all right for us. It, it, since our inception, we've had ups, some great ups, we've had some real lows as well, mm-hmm. okay? And, and everything in between. But the reason, one of the reasons why we're still here, the main reason, is that it's always been a, we've made it a habit to have the right information around us to make the decisions, and even with that, it hasn't avoided the ups and downs because mm. your clients change, the environment changes, yeah. you know, um, the bank rates changes, recessions yeah. come and go, people leave, yeah. come and go in your business. All these things, they're there to challenge you. So it hasn't been easy for us, but we're still here when a lot of our competitors are not mm. over the, since 2004. Yeah. Because when the bad times were here, we had the information Mm. to make better decisions. And I believe that 2023 is all about, if you're not understanding what are the, just the minimum metrics that Mm. you need for your business going Mm. forward, you're making a big mistake for beyond that, because the world's changing, the world's getting AI, it's a frightening technology what it mm. can do, yeah? Digital marketing has moved a massive way even since 2009, yep. yeah? Um, it, and if you're not using that, to, as I said earlier, to find and keep customers 
and to make your business more efficient, you are going to be left behind. Mm. Just like the guy, when the motor engine came along, mm. and the blacksmith said, well, this will never take off. Yeah. yeah? I, there's not many blacksmiths around today. And you may think, oh, yeah, that's a bit of an um, uh, obvious thing to say or do. But in 1900, <laughs> there were a lot of people going, well, there'll always be a, a need for yeah. lots of these blacksmiths. But there isn't. These, there's um, <clears throat> um, the camera company example that I'm trying to think of. What's the name of that? Uh, oh, you're thinking of Kodak. Kodak, yes. Thank yeah. You yeah. You're <clears throat> thinking of Kodak. And um, Kodak was the first ones to um, have digital. Yeah, it's green for digital photography. For digital photography. And, uh, but we're worried about how it was going to disrupt their core business of film and film-based cameras and so on, and um, so didn't uh, didn't weren't prepared to almost put themselves out of business. And other companies went on and did for them in the end. <laughs> and we've 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 made the point on previous podcasts, um, given the difficult financial circumstances or economic circumstances, rather that uh, the UK has been in, that the answer to that from a business perspective is just to keep getting better and continually improve. Yeah. And uh, there's an old phrase that if, if, if you're not growing, you're dying. Absolutely. And if you're constantly, constantly working on improving your customer service, your product, your uh, marketing, your sales processes, your financial operations, mm. if you're just continually working on all of those things, mm. um, then you'll succeed through you, yeah. almost any business circumstances. Absolutely, and you'll have your ups and downs, but you will get through it. And one of the best tips I'll give anybody who's um, who wants it and who's listening is if you've got customers who are a pain to deal with, I don't know if I've said that right, but I've said it now. <laughs> yeah. Difficult kidding. customers. Thank We've you all got all. them. Yeah. yeah. We've all got the odd customer. Absolutely. If, if, uh, if the phone rings and it's them. Absolutely. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. Yeah. It's never good enough sort of scenario. Yeah. Okay. But quite often you hold on to them because of the revenue and all the rest of it. Mm-hmm. My big advice right now is if you can't change them, get rid of them. Mm. Because the time you're taking up trying to make them happy, you can be putting into your business to do the sort of things that you and I are talking about today. And it might mean you go backwards for a while, yes? But by God, is it worth it? And you'll learn from it. Because as, you know, going right back to the warning, you can't afford to stand still. Things are changing. The world is changing around. New competitors are coming out. New technology is developing. Um, they, um, the economy generally is changing. Yeah. Buying patterns are changing. Yeah. Buying habits are changing. 100%. And um, if you think just keep doing the same things and the business will still be there in a year, two years, three years and still be successful, you might be wrong. Yeah. So... One last warning for you. When websites first came out, I remember business owners saying, I, why would I need this? My customers know where I am. Yes. My customers will never 
use this. Mm-hmm. What's happened since? Yep. Yeah, since the mid nineties. Who goes into business today saying I don't need a website or I don't need social media? Yeah. Who does that? Yep. Nobody. That's your warning. People were saying that in the early nineties. In business, we will never need a website. That's been debunked. In the early noughties, you mean? Did you say the nineties? In the nineties, well, and yeah. the early noughties. Yeah. You make a good point because people were saying that right up. Two thousand four, two thousand five, yeah. two thousand. People say you know, still I had pe- people saying that to me in like twenty twelve. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, but will that, the point is it does take ten years, quite often, for new technologies or new ways of working mm. to take off. Yeah, and by that time, and for everyone that doesn't understand it, I. I um, recommend you go and read and understand the bell curve. It won't take you long, mm. and um, and but not bell curve in marketing because the bell curve is in many examples. Um, but it does take ten years for some reason. Mm. And just open your eyes, look around you. There's loads of examples. EV cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now this isn't whether you're for them or against them, but let me tell you. The EV cars that are coming out in 23 mm-hmm. are far superior in terms of range, comfort, yep. styling, their capabilities, than even the cars that were coming out in 2022. Mm-hmm. That industry and what they're producing in terms of EV cars is accelerating a new pace. Mm. But here's the frightening thing for the manufacturers. Sony have brought out an EV car. Yeah. EV cars mean that... If you're, there's companies coming into that space no one's heard of, yes. they're now seeing an opportunity. It's an electronics product. To, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Will. So Sony's gone, yeah, we can produce a, an EV car. So yeah. what's that say to Porsche? That will happen Ford. with Nokia when uh, uh, Apple, the computer company, suddenly bring out a phone. And, <laughs> you know, Knocked out this telecoms business that have been producing phones for 10 years. Absolutely, Will. So here's the warning. That's why this podcast is called Warning. 2023 is here. Yeah? Will's gone through all the challenges of 2022. And some of them started before that. Mm -hmm. You have got an absolute opportunity to really, really grow. Whichever area you want to grow in, eat your business, 2023, if you take the, ad- the advice, regardless of recessions, change of demographics, government policy, I predict that if you want to grow, there's nothing stopping you growing in 2023. And the evidence is what we've seen since COVID with our clients. The ones that stuck in, kept the faith in digital, even with the supply chain channels, all the rest of it, they're, they're moving on now. They've come through the, the um, hard times and some of them thrived because mm. of their digital technology. Yeah, well, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Talk about, not name the company, but just talk about off the top of your head a company that you know, because they were doing techn- techn- what industry and then how it helped, you, that you can explain to viewers Okay, how they've come through the last couple of years because of their digital um, 
prowess in what in what we recommend it to them? Um, we have the first one that comes to mind because there, there are loads, mm. uh, but the just just one that comes to mind immediately um, is a flooring business. Yeah. Um, who have relied on a big contract with a council, uh, commercial flooring, I should say, mm. um, and um, they lost that customer. And it was, a, it was accounting for about 70%, 80% of their business. Mm. And um, they were considering having to close the business uh, when they first got the news, we've lost our biggest customer. Now, we started marketing um, using digital marketing for this business about eight months prior, eight, nine months prior. And it got to the point where now regular inquiries were coming in. Rather than having to close the business, cancel the marketing, give up and go home, this flooring contractor suddenly realised, having lost this customer, actually, I can replace that work, rather than one big customer, with lots and lots of smaller customers from all these inquiries that have started now coming in. Brilliant. Now, had they not started the marketing eight, nine months prior when they didn't actually need it, had they not started it, um, then they could have been looking at closing the business. Um, but because they had, and because the marketing was kicking in mm. by that stage and starting to make a real impact, um, they were able to continue and brush off losing this huge account um, and uh, are going on from strength to strength um, since since that point. Now, for anyone who's listening, you can be sceptical if you want, but this podcast is unscripted, number one, and obviously we know what we're going to talk about, but number two is that that was real life, off the top of Will's head, example of how digital marketing has saved the company, yes, just by its existence, by them adopting what they weren't doing before and adopting new ways of bringing new business in. They didn't know when they started it they were going to use, lose their major mm. customer. They, yeah. did not, they didn't think that that was going to be the, the reason why they did digital marketing. Yeah. So that's my point. Yeah, plan for the unexpected. Yep. And digital helps you to do that in, I think, a very cost-effective way mm. compared to what you would have paid five, ten years ago. And you think about it, Will, because I'm a little bit older than you. Do you I remember um, an industry that's disappeared now, that's shrunk significantly, was the research companies. Market research? Yeah. Right. What they used to have is lots of people, there used to be mm. companies who employed lots of people yeah. who just did pure research yeah. for, on behalf of companies so they could get that data. Yeah. Now, you can, you can do that with a few clicks of a button. Pay £50 a month for some technology that will do that and uh, tell you everything you need to know about your audience and where you can find them and, uh, and so on. Yeah. Another example of what digital has done for small to medium-sized mm. businesses, because those research companies were out of most SMEs budgets, yep. but now you can do what big companies used to do before. Yeah. So I want to turn this on the positive because yep. I've done gone through a lot of warnings with you, Will, today. 
for anyone listening, and they'll be all at different stages of their digital um, um, involvement in their business and um, implementation, I would say the first place to start is to have what we would call a CMS website. Yeah, I, I think that's the absolute foundation now for any business. Would you agree, Will, by the way? Um, uh, from a marketing perspective, I would. Marketing perspective, yes. yes I uh, that. Yeah, um, <clears throat> um, you know, every business has got its different challenges, but to the foundation of uh, any digital marketing, well, all marketing these days basically is the website, uh, your website. And um, uh, CMS um, stands for Content Management System. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you may well have a website that's built on a content management system like WordPress or uh, Magento or whatever it might be. Um, however, in the last um, two to three years, there's been a just real fantastic developments in cloud CMS platforms like HubSpot, which is our uh, tool of choice. Uh, but there's also platforms like Wix and Squarespace that have developed hugely as well during that time. And um, it enables you to have real control over your website, um, improved security, better marketing performance, uh, and so on. So um, you know, it's fundamental that your website is something that you can amend, change, alter, and and keep up to date. Because just like you want to be improving your business, you want to be improving your website consistently as well and making it better and better and better over time, not just treating it like a, the old company brochures that used to have a box printed of and then they would sit in the in the in the store cupboard somewhere gathering mm. dust your website should be active being updated regularly and you need a cms platform in order to do that so once someone's got a cms platform will okay what's the basic data yes that's easy to obtain mm-hmm. that they should be looking at on a weekly basis and um, there are three metrics that matter how many people are visiting the website how many are getting in touch, becoming leads or contacts, and how many of those are you're converting into customers? So there's three numbers. And from your experience, Will, how many business owners that we come into contact with is actually monitoring those three basic principles? Not many, not many. And would it be fair to say, You, you, Will, you might be listening to this with a real grasp of your numbers, um, and I, I would say a lot of people running e-commerce businesses will know that. Yeah. But, you know, for the non-e-commerce businesses, very few people track mm. and measure those things. They can tell you individually, we got X number of visits to our website because mm. we know from Google Analytics. Mm. But they couldn't tell you how many inquiries they got and how many of those converted. Yeah, you make Easy. a really good point, Will, because it's the B2B clients who are <laughs> the, the biggest culprits. Mm. But when you've got an e-commerce website, you need that because it's the shop front, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You need to know people are coming through the door. Yeah. But B2B, somehow, don't pay as much attention to that. So what are they missing out on, Will, by not at least looking at it on a week-by-week basis, would you say? Um, I think the, the biggest thing is that um, typically, and again, as you listen, you may say that's not me, but 
um, typically small and medium-sized businesses underinvest in marketing. Yeah. In terms of time. Yeah. In terms of uh, budget. Yeah. Um, and um, that's often because they're confused. Don't think it works. Don't believe it works. And usually that's because they're not tracking it. So by tracking it, you can see if your marketing is working. You can save money on the, the campaigns that aren't working. And you can invest in the things that are working. And you can see and know that it's working and put more energy into those things and um, and more budget. And um, that that's the, that's the path to growth. So from a technology perspective, 2023, because I think marketing and being in business now is all about you having a good understanding of what technology is available yep. for you to use. Yeah. As we... As we look at 2023 and beyond, if you're not at least invested in the absolute basics, Mm -hmm. I predict you're going to be left behind in some shape or form over the next one to five years. And I make a bold statement that I predict you probably won't be in business in one to five years, yeah, in that time frame. Or if you are still in business in the five-year point, you are struggling yeah. if you haven't made major changes using technology from, let's just talk about our expertise which is and what this podcast is about from a marketing perspective. Yeah. And for those, Will, let's go upper tier now for the real, the, the real go-getters who are listening right now. Sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. I was just, I was just going to just caveat what you're saying yeah yes technology but you also need strategy and you also need (laughs) implementation with the technology absolutely the technology alone doesn't work (laughs) yeah yeah there is a role for companies like us to not to to come in and make it all happen but yeah you're right you're right (laughs) yeah well yeah thanks for thanks for bringing me back as you can see listeners i get carried away (laughs) um but let's talk about well as i was saying a few moments ago um, the guys and girls out there who have got this in place and yep. let's say they're measuring, yes? Um, the next thing they that technology can help them with, if they're measuring it, they know, they know what's happening, but they might be confused as to what's the next stage for them. How do they take mm-hmm. it on? Yeah, just that next level. Yeah. So how would they take it on to the next level, Will? Um, so... You've got, you're, you're tracking everything, um, then uh, you want to, um, w- if you know that it's working, mm. um, you should scale things up mm. um, and be be bold and aggressive with it. Um, and um, <clears throat> the, uh, the next stage, once something is working, is to systemize it, make it more efficient, maybe automate. Brilliant. Um, and that enables you to be able to scale it up as well. So Yeah. And in order to do that, as Will said, you've got to be bold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And seek the right advice to be able to do that so that you do scale. Yep. And any business that scales over the next few years is going to be a very profitable business, in my view, using technology off the back of it. Yep. So I hope as we come towards the end that we've finished on the positive and helped anyone out there, yes, take their digital and technological know-how 
a stage further? What do you think, Will? I hope so. I'm very confident that we have. And if you need any advice on this, don't hesitate to get in touch. Okay, please put some comments in if you feel that we've been a um, little bit too pessimistic. Yeah, me in particular. Yeah, it's a bit of tough love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and um, on that note, I look forward to the next one. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us.